Holiday your heart out at Old Navy. Today only, all hats, gloves, and scarves are 50% off. Plus, get 40% off your entire purchase today at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Hats, gloves, and scarves valid 1120. 40% valid 1115 to 1120. Exclusions apply. See store for details. Blog Talk Radio. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back. This is Dr. Low Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Lauren Noel. Thanks for tuning in to another amazing, fabulous, wonderful show. Let's see here. What do I have for you guys before I introduce our guest for tonight? Oh, I'm redoing my website. It's about damn time because my website is pretty bad. Um, so that's really exciting. Should be looking out for a brand new beautiful website in the next couple, probably the next month or two. Um, so that's exciting. And I just emailed my list for the first time today. <laughs> Like honestly, you guys, my my radio show is like my therapy. I just love to do it, and I never really tried to build a, an email list or like really let people know about it. It's kind of been word of mouth. So if you guys got an email from me for the first time today, then you're on my email list. And also for you guys who aren't, hop on over to my website, drlaurennoel.com. You can sign up for email updates, and you will be able to hear about all the cool things happening on my end, and of course, cool health tips as well. Uh, Facebook.com slash Dr. Low Noel, Twitter.com slash Dr. Lauren Noel. I'll be checking uh, questions on there. And of course, precedence is always given to the callers. You can always call in and ask questions on the show, 818-495-6919. I'm super excited about tonight's show because this topic is really, really important to me. As you guys know, if you've listened to my show before, I dealt with really bad skin growing up, high school, even into college. You know, I was put on Accutane a couple times. Lots of antibiotics. I think our guest tonight is going to really connect with a lot of my story because I think she's had a similar history as well. So I'm very, very, very passionate about skincare naturally and doing it from the inside out. So I really resonated with um, our guest tonight and her story and her book, and so I really wanted her to bring to bring her on the show. Before I introduce her, though, I want to mark your calendars for next week. It's all going to be about the gut. You guys know I'm obsessed with the gut. I'm obsessed with talking about poop. And I uh, just wanted to uh, get a little more specific for next week. We're going to be talking about the specific carbohydrate diet, which is a really effective treatment for many different inflammatory bowel disease conditions like ulcerative colitis, Crohn's disease. Um, I'm going to be interviewing a couple different guys Steve, Stephen and Jordan over at scdlifestyle.com, and uh, they also have a pretty amazing story, and I think they'll really be helpful for a lot of you guys dealing with digestive issues. So if you know of anybody who has those conditions, even just gas, bloating, diarrhea, constipation, anything going on digestive-wise, which a lot of us have, let's be real, pass on the information. That'll be next week's show on Tuesday night. We have a lot of really great shows lined up as well, so keep uh, keep your eyes not really your eyes open. Keep your ears open for that. Tonight's guest is Liz Wolf. She is a certified nutritional therapy practitioner who advises individuals, businesses, and nonprofit organizations on good nutrition and wellness. She's also CrossFit and Poliquin Biosignature certified. She's currently working on her master's degree in public health, and she focuses on digestive wellness, just like I do, and nutrient-dense food plans and how those puzzle pieces impact the skin. She created the Skin Intervention Guide to help others take control of their skin health from the inside out. Love it. She writes a regular column for Paleo Magazine, and she's the co-host for, actually, the Balanced Bites podcast, also with a Diane Sanfilippo. She also writes the Cave Girl Eats blog, and her book, Modern Cave Girl, is scheduled to be released later this year. So thank you, Liz, so much for being on the show, and welcome to Dr. Lowe Radio. Hi, Dr. Lowe. I'm so excited to be on your show. I listen to it all the time. Do you really? I never know who's listening. Oh, my gosh. Are you kidding? I'm actually busy right now signing up for your email list. Uh, (laughs) Thank goodness you're sending stuff out. (laughs) Finally, right? (laughs) Yes. Well, I just learned how to do it. I was like, I don't even know how to do this thing. It took me like two hours a day to figure it out. So, you know, hopefully once at some point I'll get someone to do it for me. That'll be the, the day. <laughs> it's hard when you live on the Internet and you have to be tech savvy, and it's just not my bag at all. I know. It's like, you know, I'm seeing patients full time, and I'm just juggling so many things. But it, it all works out, right? It's all good. It does, absolutely. Yeah. So where do you live, by the way? Where are you, where are you calling from right now? Oh, I have no idea where I live right now, actually. Um, I'm a little bit like Diane was, my podcast partner, back over the last year, just kind of nomadic, um, moving around. So my husband is uh, my hero. He's in the military, and we just got our new station, so we're kind of between homes right now. We just left 
New Jersey, which was really uh-huh. fun because I'm originally from the Midwest, and I loved being in New Jersey where the yellow lights are like six times longer than they are <laughs> in the Midwest. And, right. you know, even on my worst day, I probably <laughs> was not, uh, you know, offensive to anybody. It's it's hard to hurt people's feelings out there. But we're back <laughs> in the Midwest now, which is really exciting. And I'm actually podcasting from my parents' house, which is where – they live actually about an hour away from where we're moving, which is great, and they are the ones with the reliable Internet right now. So if you hear my dad <laughs> shouting up to me about the uh, score of the women's basketball championship game, that's, uh, <laughs> that's my And dad. where do your folks live? They live in Kansas City. Oh, wow. Really cool. Yeah. I kind of love the Midwest. There's something just, like, charming about it. It's just, like, just like real people and – you know, like community and family, and I, I, I dig the Midwest myself. I'm all about it. I refused to uh, get a new driver's license when we were in New Jersey. I kept my Kansas plates and my Kansas license, little military wife loophole. So I'm very, very proud. Kansas City yeah. is awesome. I still have an Oregon license plate and, and driver's license, and I've I've been here two years, so I'm, I get it. Oh, Oregon's <laughs> great, too. Love that. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Well, I I, um, I listened to a couple of little podcasts that you've been, been on recently and just really connected with your story. I mean, I just felt like I was listening to myself while you were talking. So it's like, wow, I really I really get the frustration you dealt with for so long and how you're really paying it forward and, and educating people about what you've been through and what you've learned. So I'd love to hear a little bit about your story. I mean, why why did you write this book? Why are you passionate about this topic of the skin? Tell us what you've been through. Oh, goodness. Um, you know... I always say, and this usually comes out wrong, but I am not a person with just naturally perfect skin. So, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't want somebody with naturally perfect skin who can just, you know, abuse their body and always shapes and forms and have them tell me how to how to look and feel better. So, in a way, I'm kind of proud of what I've come through to to get to this point. Um, it it can be a little bit of a battle, and I feel like I really connect with people on that because skincare and self-nourishment, especially when it reflects on how you look on the outside, and let me say this really quickly. I am not about judging yourself for anything that, you know, one might perceive as wrong with them. We're all, you know, extraordinary, unique, wonderful beings, and, you know, in the grand scheme what we look like on the outside is really not so important, not nearly as important to how we feel on the inside. That mm-hmm. said, I think that outer beauty is really a manifestation of inner health. So mm-hmm. that's kind of the path that I've been on. So just from a from a skincare standpoint, what I struggled with from the time I was younger was acne and really kind of ran the gamut of, Mm-hmm. prescription medications for that from the time I was younger all the way through college and then a little bit beyond, minocyclin, uh, retin-A, let me think what else I can remember, solidin, erythromycin, topical and systemic antibiotics at one time or another, which is just mm-hmm. hilarious to me now looking back at how, you know, you say you're obsessed with talking about poop. I kind of am too because it's really kind of your report card for how you're doing digestively and how those good probiotics are doing in your in your gut there. So it's it's so funny to me how important I see probiotics to be now when I was always treating acne with antibiotics. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, I was on the standard stuff like benzoyl peroxide, salicylic acid, that type of stuff at different times. And I always had different stuff going on, different types of comedones from like the acne pustules to deep hormonal acne androgenic acne, um, I was noticing at one point that hair follicles were actually androgenizing, which mm-hmm. is really crazy. It was a function of the birth control that I was on, and I had no idea. Neither did my doctor. Um, I had small, closed comedones that we usually just call skin bumps, blackheads, mm-hmm. you name it, you know, tons of dental problems, which is kind of in that same, you know, body care category that I like to work with. But really, it was just like this long battle. And I kind of thought, well... Everybody has something, so this is my thing, you know. Mm -hmm. This person has allergies. That person has whatever. I have skin problems. But it's never, and I'm curious as to whether this is your experience too, never really being told that your food or 
for that matter, your digestion had anything to do with it. Oh, never, ever, ever. I, I went to, I was a Kaiser patient, as my listeners well know, and um, had dermatologists tell me, there, and I remember asking this specific question, is there anything I can eat or anything I shouldn't eat that would affect my skin? And they said there's absolutely no connection whatsoever. And I was like, and I just knew, there's like an intuition, I knew that that wasn't true. And I wanted to, mm-hmm. you know, I just, but I didn't know of any other kind of doctor at the time I was raised in conventional medicine. Sorry, Mom, you did an amazing job, but, you know, what, <laughs> I did go to the same kind of doctors over and over that, that spoke a different language than what my intuition spoke. And so they just didn't really give me any other options, you know, and um, the only option was medication, pretty much. Yep, most definitely. I love that you use the word intuition, by the way, because that really mm-hmm. is, like, I, that's what this is all about, is kind of connecting with that and, and what resonates with you and what makes sense to you. And I feel like as people are reading this guide and as I get to talk to people, it's like, yeah, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Like, I'm not giving this prescriptive list of random things to do that's like, oh, well, she owns this protocol, so it must be something special that I don't know that's right. going to work. No, yeah. it's all it's all intuitive. Yeah. And and um, I, I heard on an interview you did that um, that you started studying nutrition and learning about this stuff, and you were incorporating it, and you found that your skin improved. And that's what happened for me, too. Yeah. I actually started seeing a naturopathic doctor because I had digestive issues, and, and I came to her going, I really want my skin to get better, and she almost ignored the skin. She's like, just put that aside. Let's not even think about the skin. She's like, it's all about the gut. And this is Dr. Carrie Louise Donnell. She's been on my show probably about a year ago. She's amazing. And um, she worked on healing my gut, and it just so happened that over the course of a few months, my skin was almost crystal clear clear for the first time ever. It's amazing. I mean, well, it's yeah. not amazing. It's It makes absolute sense. It's how things are supposed to be. It's just not mm-hmm. something that we that were taught growing up. I mean, what could be, I say this in the guide, I'm probably going to just quote myself word for word, but what's more <laughs> um, foundational to your health than what you put in your body and what your body's able to do with it? Because in the end, that's what is creating every single cell we have, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, rock on, sister. That's really, really yeah. cool. Um, I, I love it. I loved one of the I, – I took a few little quotes from your book, too, but I love what you said. The truth is beauty is the manifestation of health. And then you yes. wrote further that true, be- true beauty is about nourishment. Tell me a little bit of kind of what you meant by that. Oh, my gosh. I – here's a little, you know, tangent. Oh. That's okay. So I've been trying to write this book forever and ever, this Modern Cave Girl, which is my print book that's coming out later this year. And I've struggled with it. Yay! Woo! If if I ever wrap up the last (laughs) five pages, it's hard to start a book and it's hard to end a book. I bet. Um, But I've been working on it so hard. And for the longest time, I was like, I have to write a diet book because I thought that's what people wanted and that's what was going to sell. But I just kept... As I was writing, I was just I was writing more about things like, you know, a healthy woman looks like a well nourished you, like whoever you are, because mm-hmm. years and years of neurotic dieting and then you know quote unquote moderation dieting and all these different things that I kind of tortured myself with, even when I didn't realize I was torturing myself, all of these things that I was doing we're not creating a healthy inner environment in a physical way or in an emotional way. So Mm -hmm. just letting go of all of the supposed to and the have to and the conventional wisdom and, like we said, getting back to intuition, my intuition was telling me just nourish yourself. Find out what you need and do that. You know, like Mm -hmm. I needed to sleep more. I needed to love myself. I needed to eat nourishing, nutritious food. And then later on I learned more, you know, and and through my certification, learned more about digestion and hormonal balance and all of those things, which, of course, are huge components to this. But even by learning those things, I was nourishing my brain. So that's health. Like, that's how you become happy and healthy, and it's reflected on the outside, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, just it's just about kind of shifting your focus, your paradigm. Just And it's the same thing with weight yeah. loss. You know, women are like, oh, I just want to lose weight. They'll do anything to lose weight. But you really focus on getting healthier, and weight loss often is a side effect of that, and healthy skin is yeah. kind of in the same category. Yep. Awesome. I love it. So did you find that – how long did this did this take to turn around for you? It's not an overnight thing. At least for me it wasn't. So how long did it take for for your skin to actually, like, become healthy again? You know, yeah, it's not an overnight thing. And that's that's one of those things that we all just kind of have to embrace 
and just go with it because I feel like when you are kind of allowing your body to recover and optimize, that's a process of, you know, cellular turnover. That's that's not kind of hammering your body with an outside substance that's made to kind of, you know, chemically engineer some kind of reaction that's not natural to your body. So, yes, Mm -hmm. this does take time. I think for me, well, there's kind of two two pieces to this puzzle. What kind of stimulated my obsessive interest in natural skincare and healing from the inside out was one particular outbreak. And I actually have some before and after pictures that I'm going to post to the the blog, the Skin Intervention Guide blog, on Saturday. And folks can see that if they're interested. It was just this really awful, just, hormonal breakout around my uh, neck and my jawline and I was already doing kind of a nutrient-dense diet thing I was just going into school I think around that time I don't know I'm I'm like I'm pushing 30 right now and the whole timeline just kind of gets a little bit you know it's a little yeah, flimsy but so that was the breakout where I was like I'm going to handle this right now and I'm going to be purposeful about it and intentional about it and I'm going to change what I do on the outside which is a huge part of this intervention guide is Mm -hmm. what you do topically so I'm going to change what I do on the outside and then I'm going to focus on nutrients the fat soluble vitamins A, D and K I'm going to focus on getting a source of sulfur a source of probiotics and go from there Um, there are a couple other things in there we'll probably talk about a little bit later um, sources of chromium and a couple other things, getting blood sugar really, really tightly in balance, that type of stuff. And from there, it took two weeks. And it was almost Mm. like, whoa, did that really just happen? And that's totally possible. It's totally possible. You know, a little bit of scarring and stuff took a little bit of time. There's some stuff that you can do topically to take care of that. But in the years prior to that, I had been slowly making progress. Didn't always Mm -hmm. even realize I was making it but was definitely making progress as I transitioned from, you know, standard American diet, standard American dieting to kind of a more nutrient-dense diet, starting out with paleo and and then moving toward the traditional ancestral realm and then finally going to school and and all that good stuff. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, Mm -hmm. I I have a way of making everything a long, a long story. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I know. It's it's a woman thing. I've come to realize that. We just kind of wander and we just go into little trails in our mind and we just, I'm there with you, girl. I'm going there with you. So it's cool. Um, So uh, for, for, you know, I have a very wide audience who listens to the show, you know, some doctors, some people who don't even know what a hormone is, you know, so let's kind of take it to the, to the basics and, um, you know, for people who really have never thought, wow, there's actually a connection with the internal workings of my body and my skin, how can that possibly be connected? So what are some of the basics of how those two things are actually connected? I think a really good kind of microcosm to look at this from is when when we talk about those really deep, you know, hormonal acne pustules, those form in the in the sebaceous follicles. And when we say sebum, we're just talking about oil. Right, So what's happening is something internally is driving overproduction of sebum, of oil, and it's clogging your pores. So what's causing that? What's actually, it could be a lot of things. But what I like to kind of back out and focus on is the upregulation hormone, that hormone that kind of drives bodily overreactions, which is insulin. So blood sugar going crazy. I think you probably talk to your listeners a lot about what out-of-control blood sugar can do. Mm-hmm. It can deplete the body of nutrients, and it can drive all of your other hormones out of whack. So lots of different hormones can be involved in things like acne, skin problems. Um, it kind of creates a static that your body mm-hmm. just can't work through. You know, the end goal is great skin and healing, but you're you're creating this kind of static that your body can't necessarily handle. It can't really do what it wants to do because our bodies want to be healthy. They absolutely Mm -hmm. do. But when we have these hormonal imbalances or when insulin or blood sugar is out of control, it makes things a lot more difficult. So Mm -hmm. when we think about the proliferation of oil or the proliferation of skin cells and any other kind of condition really, 
We're also talking about insulin. We're talking about insulin as it relates to inflammation. Mm-hmm. It's just overstimulatory. Too much insulin means other hormones are overstimulated. You talk about PCOS. I know um, mm-hmm. that hormonal balance in women, excess insulin can cause the skin cells to multiply in a way that's not right. They can mm-hmm. shed incompletely, which can cause things like thickened skin, um, kind of plaque-like feeling skin. And again, insulin just drives inflammation, which if we're talking about eczema, dermatitis, acne, um, psoriasis, almost anything that you see reflected on the outside, that's got an inflammatory component to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, it's just and all I think, so you know, yeah, and for people to also realize, too, because, you know, we could have people listening that, that they have the lowest sugar diet possible to eat a super, super clean diet. However, it's not only just sugar that drives insulin. You know, it's anything that causes stress. And that's, I think it's a big yes. thing that people forget. You know, anything that raises cortisol is going to raise insulin, you know. And so um, you could just be stressed out of your mind. That's why, you know, the brides will get zits before their wedding because they're stressed out of their mind and they got a wedding zit, you know. So it's, um, yes. it's a good little reminder. Of, yeah, there's a lot more that just drives insulin besides just eating, you know, a candy bar. And that's such a great call-out, the the stress stuff. And I feel like I need to – I address that a little bit in the guide, but I feel like I need to focus on it a little bit more because I don't know if you find that folks sometimes think that's a little hippy-dippy, you know? Oh, but it's so clear. It's Mm -hmm. so – right now, to be perfectly honest with you, I'm having to be much more vigilant than I can get away with um, at other Mm -hmm. times in my life because we just moved halfway across the country. We have no home right now. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there's so much going on, and you really do have to focus on stress relief and, you know, in doing that, kind of reducing that cortisol load and, and re-regulating your cortisol. It's so important. Mm-hmm. Yep. And other things that can spike your cortisol are infections, too, you know. So I see that a lot with patients. I talk about it all the time. I feel like I'm, you know, a broken reel, but um, but parasites viruses, bacteria, you know, anything that's that's spiking that cortisol can mess up blood sugar and boom, then you got skin problems, you know. So just kind of looking way yep. beyond all of the, the, the basics that, you know, people usually think of. It's just great. It's very holistic. Yeah. Definitely. And that held back to the whole probiotic thing. What is the, mm-hmm. you know, micro environment? What little critters are in your body and how are they functioning? Are they the good ones or the bad ones? How's that synergy going? So, mm-hmm. again, Everything is so interrelated. Mm-hmm. I love, love, love your 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 book. By the way, I don't know if I've actually praised it, Thank but um, it's it's going to be a great tool for me. I, I love you know having authors on the show because then I'm able to, you know, for one, I get to ask you directly questions about your book, but um, you know, I get these books that I can then re- you know recommend it for patients, and it makes my job a lot easier. So there's so many amazing. Um, you know, companies that you recommend and different ingredients to look for and nutrients that are just super important to have in your diet. It's like just it's you've put you put a lot of work into it that really comes through. Thank you. It's definitely my baby. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, let's um let's talk a little bit about one of my favorite favorite topics, which is superfoods. I love ways to just Yay. like, you know, ninja your diet to make it even even better like like you did that worked really well for you. So, what are some superfoods and th- things that people have to incorporate for for great skin? Okay. Now, sometimes I I have to preface this by saying nobody freak out. Just think about what your grandma ate. When you were little, what did you see grandma eating? Because these are not, this isn't acai berry or, you know, ground cherry extract or, you know, <laughs> beaver tail hair. You know, it's it's stuff that has been around for really, I mean, this, there's some crazy stuff out there. I know anybody that's had the skin issues, they've tried crazy, crazy stuff. But I what mean, if I like my beaver tail hair? You know what? If you like your beaver tail hair, I'll trade you that. You can keep that if you'll if you'll do like cod liver oil. All right. Okay. We'll make the trade. You can keep <laughs> your acai if you'll take the cod liver oil. So okay. Deal. My number one superfood, and this is one of those things you always have to have kind of that um, ground level of buy-in with people. That if you only do one thing, do this. And if you only do one thing, my absolute favorite superfood for the skin and for the whole body really is 
the fermented cod liver oil butter oil blend from it's a blue ice cod liver oil butter oil blend from Green Pasture. This mm-hmm. is this is a great company in that it's not it's not a corporation. These are people that create this traditional superfood through traditional methods as a passion, as something they feel like they're called to do. And there's really just nothing else like it out there that I'm aware of. If you know, if somebody else wants to raise the flag for me and kind of let me know about something I should try, you know, please do, you know, hop over and let me know. But what cod liver oil does and what the fermented cod liver oil does is it delivers the fat soluble vitamins A, D and K two. They're so important. And what's funny is a lot of um uh, acne medications are based on derivatives of vitamin A. So mm-hmm. one of the things I kind of realized in this whole journey is that a lot of times we try and encapsulate things that actually occur naturally in nature but have been kind of stripped from the human diet over the last 30, 40 years, you know. Mm-hmm. So just getting that concentrated source of vitamins A, D, and K2 is so important for the skin. And that's something that you'll see a difference in one way or another within a few weeks. Hmm. So that's awesome. my absolute favorite. Yes. Different from fish oil, but there is a little bit of omega-3 in there. So if you're taking fish oil, quote-unquote fish oil already, this is different. So it's, mm-hmm. it's still something that I would recommend for you, even if you're doing the fish oil thing. And you can probably even, you know, I backed off all of the fish oil, and I just get my omega-3s from um, trace amounts from the cod liver oil and from sardines. Love which sardines. Which are another favorite. Love sardines. Yes. I um as my listeners know I moved into an apartment recently with two other um paleo princesses um actually Steph Grunke you actually probably know yes. her right yeah Love so I'm living Steph. with her and um a naturopathic doctor um Ilana Gelman and we uh we have so much fun just geeking out on nutrition like if you open up our <laughs> pantry or our fridge you'd probably have like an orgasm because <laughs> the food is so <laughs> amazingly good but they they just they eat so many sardines and like you know anchovies and it's just it's inspiring you know they'll come home and they have just a big whole thing of bone broth brewing it's like I love you guys (laughs) it's fun it's fun once you really get into that mode where you're like I love nourishing myself it's so nerdy yeah but it's fun and the sardine thing man I would never have thought that something like a little tiny fish would would make such a difference in my skin, but I can tell when I haven't been eating my, my sardines, for sure. And really? it's an effect that I never got from fish oil, yeah. Kind of a glow, mm. a brightness. How so. often do you eat sardines? I probably, if I'm being really good, and, you know, I'm not one of those people that's, like, regimented the same thing every day. I'm kind of, right. you know, easy breezy, I'm all over the place, and I like it that way, but <laughs> when I'm really in a rhythm, yeah. <laughs> What, what other way is there to be in California, Dr. Lowe? Yeah, there isn't. You know? <laughs> um, so I'll probably do it every day, every other day, you know, three weeks out of the month. But mm-hmm. lately, you know, I've been in so many enclosed spaces, planes, trains, and automobiles, I feel a little bit guilty, you know, whipping out the can of sardines and in mm-hmm. close company. But So it's been a little <laughs> while. I think I need to get, maybe I'll have some for dinner tonight. Do it. <laughs> cool. So we so so sardines are amazing. We talked about our, our uh, fermented cod liver oil. What are our butter oil blend? What are some other superfoods that you that you love? Well, so with the fermented cod liver oil butter oil blend, we have the fat soluble vitamins covered. Well, not mm-hmm. entirely covered. I still want you looking for them elsewhere, but that's a great source for the fat soluble vitamins. Now, for the minerals, look on the mineral side of things, you mentioned it a little bit earlier, bone broth is an amazing source of really bioavailable minerals like calcium and magnesium. It's also a great source of glycine and some mm-hmm. of these structural components to collagen and you know gelatin and that type of stuff that are really, really important. I love bone broth. I try to have, you know, at least a cup, a small cup every day um, after mm-hmm. I wake up or kind of for a snack. It's a really nutrient-dense food. I love it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, and and here's another one that I love, too, that I alluded to before, is anything fermented. So mm-hmm. sauerkraut, fermented beets, fermented carrots, um, radish, any, I mean, you can ferment a lot of 
a lot of crazy things. But <laughs> it's a great way, and if people are into it, and you see I'm getting excited now, <laughs> if people are into it, they can do this stuff at home. And what's so cool about making your own sauerkraut, it is so easy. All you need is cabbage and water and something to put it in. You're basically gathering the unique bacterial imprint of your environment where you live mm. and you're ingesting those probiotics that are native to where you are. And so that's a huge component to um, the health of our immune system. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I love it if people will give that a try. I've failed many times. It's not a big deal. You know, it's fine. You can eat sauerkraut from the store. Absolutely. It's still going to do great things for you. Mm-hmm. But being able to do that at home is just, you know, plus one for sure. Mm-hmm. I've, I've been buying it from the farmer's market, uh, local farmer's Perfect. market, and they have the most amazing sauerkraut. They make it with nettles and, like, oh, wow. seaweed and all the, like, dandelion root. And, like, they just get all crazy naturopathic on me. So I got really excited Ooh. when I saw that. <laughs> I was like, That's I told the guy fun. to shut up. I was like, shut up. This, you don't actually sell this. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that. Let's Let's talk about dandelion root and let's talk about... Uh, seaweed real quick. I don't have that listed as, I don't have seaweed listed as a superfood. I don't think, oh my gosh, now I just have a little panic mode. Um, (laughs) But I do love, (laughs) if you're doing the sauerkraut, um, it's a great idea for various reasons to also make sure you're getting a good source of iodine. Um, And I prefer to get iodine from natural sources. So Mm -hmm. seaweed is fantastic. And I love... um, the nettles and all that stuff. Um, what was the other one that we just talked uh, about? Dandelion root. Yeah. Yes, the dandelion root. Those are really liver supportive. Mm-hmm. So the whole second part of the guide is about digestive support and how to make sure, you know, your body has the, is able to handle hormones, you know, handle the detox process, um, handle your food and absorb and utilize nutrients and all that. And those are really, really great for natural systemic digestive support. Mm-hmm. So that's awesome. Yeah. The liver is where it's at. You know, I see such great results with patients having them do like a 30-day detox with a really clean paleo diet and a few supplements. Their skin just, it's just night and day at the end of it. So the liver and the gut, you know, super important. Mm-hmm. I love that. And I love that you're detoxing with a good, clean paleo diet because mm-hmm. I feel like people think, oh, I have to stop eating and only drink green drinks for six <laughs> weeks. And I really, I honestly don't think that's the case, you know, Um Dr. Natasha Campbell McBride, who created mm-hmm. the GAPS diet, love. She, I, lo- I love it. And she, she's so fun to hear speak. And she calls animal foods building foods. And she calls mm-hmm. vegetable foods cleansing foods. And if you think about it, you need both of those components to really heal. You need structural support in order to detox. That's kind of like the toolbox, you know. And you can absolutely get in some great vegetables, you know, do whatever you want to do, but you don't need to all of a sudden, in my opinion anyway, take out all of these, you know, good building foods from your diet and just drink a bunch of, you know, cayenne pepper and lemon juice, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. I think that's a little bit um, a little bit shocking, maybe not so good for your body, but that's just me. That's something I talk about a little in the guide rock on i love it yeah i'm gonna uh i'm gonna ask you a few different facebook questions but first because i don't want to forget i would love to hear what your skincare routine is like what does that consist of for you oh gosh it, it i'm such a junkie for <laughs> i used to be a product junkie and now i'm like an oils and you know essential oil junkie because this stuff is so much fun so it oh, changes I, it. I talk i it's so much fun i mean really <laughs> Um, so it changes sometimes. Some of the things that I talk about, my routine in the guide, kind of give a rundown of the basics. But I do the no-poo method always to wash mm-hmm. my hair. So I wash my hair with baking soda and apple cider vinegar. It's not crazy. It totally works as long as your water isn't too hard. Um, there are a ton of other options in the guide. I outline, you know, the super crunchy stuff like the baking soda, apple cider vinegar for people who just want to go totally hippie, which is great. Mm-hmm. It's so much fun to realize you don't really need anything to have beautiful skin. 
I'm going to try it because I was raised by a hairdresser. My mom and my grandma are hairdressers, so I was basically raised in the salon. So this is going to be a big step, Liz, for me to actually switch gears and do some baking soda and apple cider vinegar. But I'm going to trust you and try it. Just try it. Yes, (laughs) just try it. And, you know, depending on what your water is like, it may not work for you, but I totally get it. My my, uh, hair, I guess it's just cuts my hair now, but my hairstylist or my old hairstylist used to just be horrified at the idea, but she was always complimenting my hair. (laughs) So I was kind of like, well, I do that. And she's like, well, you must be the exception to the rule. No, there's a whole subculture, there's a whole counterculture of people using only baking soda and apple cider vinegar for their So how do you do it? What's the the mixture? Oh, it's so easy. Um, My hair is super duper long. It's probably down to my mid-back right now. So these are the proportions mm-hmm. that I use. Mm-hmm. I do about a heaping tablespoon, maybe two of baking soda, just in a little mason jar in the shower. And then I mm-hmm. fill it the rest of the way up with water, pour it over my head, and just kind of give myself a nice little scalp massage. I'm gesturing wildly right now in my room. Yes, you are. I um, can see it. Yes. <laughs> and then just rinse that out. And then I just rinse out the same mason jar, and this is all lined in the shower. And mm-hmm. I put about the same amount of apple cider vinegar uh, in the mason jar and fill that up with water, pour it over my head, and immediately rinse it out. Mm-hmm. And so the baking soda basically just serves to kind of take the bad stuff out, cleanse really gently. And I know we often think of baking soda as abrasive, but it's actually really, really low on the abrasion scale. It's really hard to dig up, but there's actually a – relative abrasivity scale. Um, It's kind of hard to find Googling around, but baking soda is relatively low compared Mm -hmm. to other stuff, especially, you know, more more chemical-y stuff. I mean, everything's a chemical, but the unnecessary chemicals are quite Mm -hmm. abrasive. Um, So, and then the apple cider vinegar just serves to bring the scalp back and the hair back to its proper pH, which is Mm -hmm. really important, and that's really what conditions Sweet. So you don't even have to put a conditioner or anything, and then it's just ready to go yep. to style it and everything. Huh. Yeah, that's it. I still blow dry. I still do everything else completely normally. I'll use a little coconut oil to smooth any flyaways I might get. But that's about as simple as it gets, really, is my is my hair care routine. Wow. Cool. All right. Yeah. What about your skin? Okay, so for skin care, I love the oil cleansing method. And I actually... I kind of, you know, I kind of stole it. I didn't steal it. I mean, everybody knows oil cleansing methods. You can look it up on the Internet, and you'll come up with a website that's fabulous. It's how I learned about it in the first place. But the way I instruct it is actually a little bit different in really basic ways. Um, The oil cleansing method that's described, you'll find on the Internet, encourages you to use a really, really hot cloth to steam your pores open. And I mm-hmm. think that's really aggressive. I really think that it doesn't take much to get the skin to respond. So what I do, standard oil cleansing method, is to blend a little bit of castor oil, or if you don't want to use castor, you can use hazelnut oil, with a carrier oil, which would be something like jojoba oil or a really high-quality olive oil, something like that. And I basically just wash my face with it. Think about how you would kind of massage soap into your face. That's exactly what I do with the oil. And I take a warm, not steaming hot, warm washcloth and just put it on my face a little bit. Just kind of, you know, warm it up, let let the pores open up a little bit. And then I just gently kind of wipe the oil off of my face. And that's it. That's Mm. all I do to cleanse. And that's all I've been doing for several years now. Hmm. And is that enough to take off makeup? It is. Yeah, and you can just take, you know, and I moisturize with oil too. So if you've got some jojoba oil, you can take that and just kind of rub it in your palms, warm it up a little bit, and do a real basic oil cleanse just with that jojoba oil to get the makeup off. You know, I have a dedicated washcloth Mm -hmm. that I take off the makeup with versus what I actually do the full oil cleansing method with. And that's basically it. I still have, you know, Castile soap in my bathroom, but what I use it for is to clean that washcloth out, get the oil and the dirt out of the washcloth. So Mm -hmm. I don't use soap on my face or my body anymore. I use it to clean my washcloth. Wow. And then you just, you just moisturize it with jojoba oil and that's... that's Generally, yeah. I'm actually really into neem oil right now. Mm -hmm. Love neem oil. Who does that? 
I'm really into neem oil, yeah. I'm I'm really into so, neem oil too. God, who are we? It's who are, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I don't know who I was. I don't even recognize myself from who I was ten years ago, but yeah, neem oil's great. And it's funny because I write about this in the guide. You can tell I get really excited about this stuff. Um I was reading, you know, some books, a couple books, one by a internationally renowned dermatologist who said in this one tiny little sidebar in the guide that um, dermatologists are aware that paradoxically topical oil cleansers appear to help regulate the skin's oil production. And Mm. I was just blown away by that. I was like, what? Are you kidding me? So, you know, this is a thing that, you know, dermatologists know this is this is something that's, you know, understood, but it's understood as paradoxical, so people don't really talk about it. But the fact is oil seems to really just kind of tell your body, tell your skin from the outside that there's enough oil. We're not stripping it away anymore, so there's no need to overproduce it, that type of thing. Hmm. That is fascinating. Well, and then what about maybe, yeah, what about throwing in some, like, essential oils? I, I love frankincense for the skin. It's just yes. antioxidant. It's amazing. Do you ever throw any um, essential oils in your skincare? I absolutely do. One, I also love lavender. My skin just does so well with that. And I also do toners, like tea with with actual, you know, brewed tea uh, and chamomile and lavender I love as well mm. as a topical you can basically just put tea on your face fabulous but Mm. i love yes i love um rose oil and myrrh carrot seed oil i think is fantastic there are a ton of different essential oils that work well with different skin needs there are drier oils and and things like that and i actually brought in folks might be familiar with her trina felder who is the founder of primal life organics She's she's an essential oil genius, and she makes these phenomenal products, and she's just really an expert in her field. So I wrangled her in to write a few articles that are in the guide and um, make a few recommendations for people that, you know, wanted to kind of go the extra mile because some of these essential oils are expensive. The really legitimate, you know, responsibly, sustainably sourced ones are are a little pricey. So Trina puts those together and, and makes some really amazing products. Sweet. Yeah. Awesome. Well, we're, we are coming up to summertime, and there's a few things I'm sure people are wanting to, uh, you know, start incorporating a little more, like sunblock and other things mm-hmm. I'm going to ask about, like nail polish and makeup. So first, the first one, sunblock. What's a good natural sunblock? And and by the way, I'm I love the sun. I fully endorse the sun. But in San Diego, people are kind of sun worshippers and probably yeah. a little too much. So do you know of a good sunblock that's natural and actually works and doesn't turn your face completely white because of the zinc? <laughs> I kind of like that nerdy white face situation. <laughs> kind of fun. So it's, it's a little bit like I'm throwback. I know it. I'm 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 not cool, but I'm eighty. Cool about that. Right. Yeah. Well. So Badger Balm is kind of that zinc-y, white, you know, cool lifeguard from the 80s look. Right. Um, I have a zinc sunstick and a recommendation for uh, a company called Living Libations in the guide. I The biggest challenge is looking through every product on the planet and trying to find something that works. So I like to kind of crowdsource stuff like that. So if anybody mm-hmm. has one that they love, it's a physical sunscreen, not one with avobenzone or oxybenzone or any of those funky um, chemical mm-hmm. sunscreens that are, are really dangerous. And and um, one of my other focuses is to kind of prepare your body not to burn. Right. I really like astaxanthin for burn resistance. Coconut oil um, internally and topically are both really mm-hmm. good. All oils have a, a minimal SPF, but I think it's really important that folks be willing to cover up when the time comes or go into the shade because sun is so good for you. Sun exposure is really important in generating vitamin D underneath your skin, but but there is a point where you have to just say, I may not have a fabulous option that's going to let me be out all day long. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and if you do get burned, it's you know it's I it's not ideal to get burned. But this this weekend I went hiking with my boyfriend. We both got pretty fried. So and I knew it's free radical damage. Let's up our antioxidants. We did a ton of glutathione. Yeah. We did alpha lipoic acid. We did vitamin A, vitamin C, vitamin E. Like we're just going nuts on the antioxidants. And actually, my sunburn cleared up a lot faster than it normally would have. So you know, pretty cool. That's that's the fun part is when you do something and you see it work. It's awesome. And yeah. I usually, you know, this is what's funny, and I say this in the guide. I almost didn't. But if you can source, if you do get burned, number one, usually aloe is not the place to go right away because it can kind of cause your skin to, like, tighten and it hurts. It does not feel good. But vitamin E is really, really important topically in a sunburn. It can be really, really soothing. It's an antioxidant. And a really rich source of that, and you know, wait for it because I'm gonna quali- I'm gonna qualify this after I say it. But drum roll, drum oil, roll. Yes, oh. it's so terrible. Soybean oil, but I, you know, I'm not into the soy thing. I get off I my show, Liz. With, get off I my know. show. Get off, get off my island. <laughs> but if you go to Mountain Rose Herbs, you can get organic, non-GMO soybean oil. I have a little vial of it, just in case, because hmm. it's really a rich source of vitamin E. Another rich source of vitamin E is red palm oil, but that will make everything in your entire world bright red. So <laughs> okay. that's kind of a yeah. compromise that I've made. Only time okay. soy oil is appropriate. Got Organic, it. non-GMO in the case of a severe sunburn. Cool. And then what about nail polish? Do you actually have a nail polish that you like that looks pretty good on and it doesn't, you know, just kill you with toxins? There's three that I like, and honestly, I think we should all let our nails breathe. Um, so I try not to wear too much nail polish. We're already just so restricted with all the clothes and the shoes and the, ugh, you know, we should all be naked and free. Um, I like Aquarella. That's really, that's a water-based polish, and it requires a little bit of a different regimen to get it on and, and have it look good, but it's possible the other ones, mm. Scotch Naturals, I like, and then Pretty NYC, P-R-I-T-I, those are both good. Both of them are formaldehyde-free, but I definitely encourage people in the winter, you know, if you hate your toenails and you want to cover them up in the summer, cool, but in the winter, maybe try and go polish-free. And I used to have yeah. these ridgy kind of yellow toenails, and I don't anymore after having given up nail polish, so, mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let those suckers breathe. Okay. What yep. about? Um, uh, I didn't mention this earlier. What about deodorants? Because I have been having a time trying to find deodorant. I found a couple that are pretty decent, but uh, like today, I just decided to go deodorant free, and I smell way better than when I use the natural stuff. So, have you found a deodorant that works really great? That's you know, actually non-toxic. Well, there are a lot of quote non-toxic deodorants out there that appear to work for people, but to me, when you actually look at the label, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just still a little bit much. So that's another thing. Just because something says non-toxic or natural does not mean it is. It's kind of like, you know, Tom's kind of irks me a little bit because a lot of the stuff from Tom's, we think it's really good, you know, it's really natural. Oh, that's the worst. still have. It's, it's bad. And, you know, Burt's Bees, they're, we all think Burt's Bees is so great. They're, um, their chapstick has canola oil in it, so mm-hmm. meh, you know. But so I really get down to bare basics for deodorant. I use coconut oil and baking soda, or I use the Primal Pit Stick uh, from Primal Life Organics, which has beeswax mm-hmm. in it. Essential oils like lavender, essential oils like lemongrass are really great. You can also get some, like, really good quality, like, grape alcohol of some kind because alcohol can work for some people. My husband uses a little spray of distilled uh, alcohol, lemongrass oil, and baking soda. He shakes it up and Hmm. sprays it on his armpits there. It seems to work, but I honestly think a lot of of body odor is internal. Totally. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. I know when I'm eating clean, I don't need much deodorant, so... Yeah. Good little little oh. reality check for me. <laughs> Here's a good one for for folks. A lot of people will try this coconut oil baking soda thing, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, it made my entire armpit break out. It's terrible." You really don't need to smear it all over, like the square footage from your elbow to your rib cage. You know, <laughs> just put it in that little part that folds. You know, that folds in. 
because if you put it in the parts of your arm's going to rub the whole time, you know, just beneath your armpit and that and that part of your upper inner arm, that's probably going to be a little bit abrasive. You might be able to get used to that and your skin will stop flaring up, but we don't want to have to go through that, you know, adjustment period. So just, you know, just dab it. From your elbow to your rib cage. I love it. I'm telling you, you actually man. do that? Oh, my gosh. Maybe maybe me. Maybe that was me I'm talking about. <laughs> From your toes all the way to your fingernails. Jeez. Yep. Yeah, chill out. Um, or makeup. Makeup that actually looks nice. I mean, you know, it's probably not so much in the Midwest. I'm sure you guys get away with no makeup out there. I don't know. But I know in San Diego, ladies <laughs> oh, wear makeup. Oh, we're like makeup. Yes, we're makeup people out here. But this is like, okay. we're just getting into pageant country out here. <laughs> Honey boo boo well, land. I, yes. Just go a little bit further south, farther south, and we'll All right. you get there. Um so makeup. All right. Well, I really like makeup, and I and I know a lot of people find it ridiculous, and that's cool because you know maybe it is. I don't know. But I think it's fun. I think it's fun to makeup. do art on people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like. I like. I like it. So I do make some recommendations for makeup in the guide. We're all beautiful. We don't need makeup. I love hearing from women that are like, I, thank you. You know, I'm I'm reducing how much makeup I use every day. It's amazing to feel like I don't have to use as much anymore. And that's wonderful because I want people to feel that way. But if mm-hmm. folks want to wear makeup, then there are a couple brands that I like. For mineral makeup, I like Karen Minerals. How do you spell and that? that? It's actually C-A-R-E-N, Karen mm-hmm. Minerals. Okay. And I think she's moved her um, online store to Amazon. And I think think, and I don't have it right in front of me, but I believe that there is a discount, like a 10% discount code in the guide itself. And if it's mm-hmm. not in the guide itself, it's in the online resource guide that you get access to um, with the guide. And I would tell you what it was if I had the guide um, open up. I'll try and find that before the end of the show or give it to you for the show notes. Um, yeah. I like Alama Pure, which is a good mineral line. Um Lavera from Whole Foods is okay. Um, and, you know, I like 100% Pure. It's it's a good brand. It's not perfect, but when we're talking about makeup, you know, it's it's not going to be 100% perfect. There's a few extra ingredients in there, and but it's good if you like something that's not mineral. Hmm, okay. I'm looking online on Amazon. The Karen Minerals, is it the uh, beauty balm or is it the like the foundation, like the, the loose stuff? Which one do you like? I like the loose stuff, and they have some beautiful eyeshadows as well. Cool. Um, and I've tried the BB, the, the cream foundation. It doesn't work so well for me, but I've had people tell me that they absolutely love it. So, you know, when you're transitioning into this stuff, it is a little mm. bit of a process of trial and error. And a lot of these folks will send you samples. Mm, cool. Yeah, I'll definitely check yeah, that out. Yeah, if you just reach out to them. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, for you guys listening, if you'd like to call in and ask a question, I'm going to open up the phone lines for a few minutes. 818-495-6919. I saw one of you guys asking a question. You dropped off. So if you want to call back in, you can do that. 818-495-6919. We are speaking with the fabulous Liz Wolf. Her book is Skin Intervention Guide, Purely Paleo Skin Care, and it's awesome. Uh, let's see here. Let's take a couple little Facebook questions. So this is from Jennifer. She said, what's what's uh, Liz's best advice for balancing hormones and hormonal acne after getting off of birth control pills? Mm. I think when you come off of birth control, and Dr. Lowe, I'm sure you have plenty to say on this, so please you know, fill in the many gaping holes that I'll, I'll leave when I'm <laughs> done talking. But I just think overall, step one is to just seek all of the nutrients, but mm-hmm. A, D, K2, birth control can be very depleting of B vitamins. It can uh, deplete chromium. It can deplete minerals. So, you know, another one of the superfoods that I list in the guide is a very particular form of brewer's yeast, and it's not for everybody, but this one form of brewer's yeast that's grown on non-GMO sugar beets from mm-hmm. Lewis Labs that is the only nutritional or brewer's yeast I recommend ever, ever, um, is ever? a really good, yeah, ever, did I mention ever? Forever, um, ever? It's a great source. <laughs> okay. Brewer's yeast, chromium, 
and B vitamins, and those are synergistic nutrients. So chromium requires B vitamins to function properly in your body, and they're very synergistic. So um, I really actually like that brewer's yeast um, for the folks that do well with it, and you'll know right away if you don't. Some folks aren't comfortable with it if they're on, like, a candida diet or something like that. But mm. um, it's got those B vitamins and that chromium together, which I think is really, really important. Chromium is also important in helping to regulate blood sugar. So mm. that's one of them, bone broth, all that good stuff. And, you know, Dr. Lowe, I would actually love it if you would speak to some of the more glaring imbalances and maybe mm-hmm. ways to push those, tip the scales in a better direction for folks. Mm-hmm. Well, I think the first thing is there's a lot of nutrient deficiencies that happen with birth control pills, just like you're saying. Magnesium is a really big one. The B vitamins, like you said, um, certain, you know, minerals like calcium, zinc, all those things can be really depleted. So, yes, just be just get super nourished is the very first thing. And then detox. I mean, that's what really mm-hmm. where it's at in balancing out your hormones because your liver has to deal with all those hormonal metabolites and just helping to balance out those estrogens that, you know, um, for Jennifer that you've been exposed to, you want to really do a good, nice – I do more of a slow, steady detox versus like a weekend, you know, colon cleanse and make you diarrhea for three days. I actually do more like a 30-day <laughs> You know, supporting the liver, the kidneys, the skin, you know, the lungs, like the lymphatic system, all of that. So I would, um, yeah, Jennifer, check out the website, DrLaurenNoel.com, and there's um, on the detox page. I kind of explained it a little bit, but that's worked really well that I've found for for patients. And and also just have some... Patience with it, it's going to take a little bit of time, you know, some people, you know, you might not get a a period for a few months, and sometimes it just takes a little bit for your hormones to kick in again. I would also look at looking at adrenal support, because I know that that's really big, it's balancing out your hormones, Um, and uh, your digestive tract, too. You know, we know that birth control pills Mm -hmm. can really influence gut flora, so really looking at the gut, It's it's a whole body approach, really. There's not one, you know, system to do it all. I think it's just like a whole body kind of thing, I would say. Really good question, though. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, let's... great question. Yeah. This is from Christina. She sent me a little private message. I won't say her last name because she was kind of embarrassed about this question, but she, her uh-huh. question is about ingrown hairs on the bikini line. How can she prevent them from happening in the first place, and how does she deal with them as they pop up? And then how about healing the discolored spots? Yeah, this is a good question. This mm-hmm. is very specific. So I've... I've had some pretty good success, number one, with dry brushing. So some people just have wonky hair follicles. And my husband has one on his cheek that just always grows wonky. And it's frustrating, and we haven't figured out a solution for it yet. But as far as bikini line goes, I like really gentle exfoliation via dry brushing. Um, I don't know mm-hmm. if you do the dry brushing. Yeah, I love, yeah, love it. Love it. Love it. And it's one of those things where I'm terrible at remembering to do things that I'm supposed to do every day, every day. But it's so fabulous that I always remember to do it. So you can do a little dry brushing, and it's really simple. And I would I would do it everywhere, you know, because it really can help stimulate your whole system, and, and it's just wonderful. So you'll start going towards your heart. So you get um, a specific type of brush. You can get it almost anywhere for dry brushing, and you'll go kind of fingertips, in towards your heart, toes up towards your heart, and then make sure you're getting the bikini area. From there, I would either do some kind of spray, some kind of balancing spray like um, tea tree oil and water, or, you know, you have to shake it up, or just tea tree oil and a cotton ball if you can handle that. It's a little bit more intense. And, you know, put that over the area. Um, And I would probably treat the brown spots the same way I would treat just normal scars. Mm-hmm. And I think sea buckthorn oil is really fabulous. Um, mm-hmm. Tamanu oil, I know it's one of Trina's favorites. That's kind of really what I have to say about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think those are those are good suggestions. I'd echo that. And you know, I mean, there's also ways if you have dark. I'll sometimes I'll prescribe just kind of sometimes a lightning cream if if uh, nothing else is working and you're just so mm-hmm. embarrassed about dark spots. But I would definitely recommend those other ones first. Um, yeah, you know, and I think that's a really good call out. In no way am I dogmatic about never using a prescription or never using X Y Z. We all have to figure out what works for us. I mean, mm-hmm. I think there are some peels that people can do that are actually really wonderful. I don't talk about them in the guide just because it's a little bit outside of what 
you know, I think the intention of the guide is, but there's, you know, scarring, um, acne scars, um, hyperpigmentation, that type of thing can really be helped by certain things that are a little bit outside the scope of the guide. So just because you don't find it in there, you know, or just because it doesn't pop up when you Google natural skincare does not mean you should feel wrong about employing those methods because sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, we get to a point where we need a little bit of extra push, a little extra help. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Like I always say, a wise healer uses what works. <laughs> so Love it. Why not always use, be use coconut oil, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, super fun to have all those little tools to work with. Last question from Facebook. This is Karen, and she wants to know, what do you and Liz feel is the best solution to rid one of gray hair? How does henna sound instead of chemical dyes, or do you believe in a la natural? Love your show. Thank you. Oh, Lord. Gray hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you can't pray it away. I've tried doesn't work. Um, I use henna. I use a henna mm-hmm. blend, actually, from Mountain Rose Herbs for my hair. It will not, it it will, if you have just a few gray hairs, you can finagle it. You can add a little apple cider vinegar, um, add, brew it up with some coffee. It stinks to high heaven, but that's fine because we're all hippies and we, we are good with the stinking, um, you know, the incense and the patchouli and stuff like that. But it will tint gray hair, kind of a beautiful coppery color. Sometimes you see um, Indian women who are still using uh, the traditional henna and they'll have a beautiful coppery streak in their hair. And I'm like, I know why. I know why you have that beautiful streak now. But (laughs) it will not, it's really not for a whole head of gray hair, unfortunately. There are some more natural hair dyes that you can try. They're not perfect, again, but, you know, we, we do what we can. I don't know. What do you think about the gray hair thing? I've tried some really weird things. Nothing has worked. Well, I mean, I do know that gray hair can be associated with lower amounts of um, certain antioxidants like catalase or glutathione. That catalase. That can mm-hmm. cause, you know, earlier uh, graying, premature graying. But in terms of actually getting rid of it using natural stuff, I I mean, I was raised in a salon, you know. So, <laughs> but I, I mean, I, and for me, I mean, I can't really use henna because I have blonde hair, but, um but, yeah, I don't know. That's not my expertise. But you find that the henna, people really dig it, right? They like it? Uh, people that love it absolutely love it. People that hate it have either, a lot of times they've been exposed to fake henna, which is oh. such a bummer because that stuff really can wreck your hair. But go to um, the website hennaforhair.com, and I think you can also go to mehandi.com, M-E-H-A-N-D-I, and that is like, the central database for information on henna and how to use it. Um, It's really fabulous. Do your research before you use henna because, you know, end of the day, it's just hair. If you got to cut it off, you got to cut it off, but I really don't want it to come to that. I don't want people to hate their hair so much that they feel like, you know, Anne of Green Gables when she turns her hair green because (laughs) it's so sad Oh, I miss Anne of Green Gables. I used to love that show. I do, too. Oh, Gilbert Blythe. Oh my gosh, I love you. <laughs> so cute. Thanks for the for the trip down memory lane. I haven't thought about that in like twenty years. <laughs> it, it pops into my brain every now and then. <laughs> yeah. Today I was just uh, I had a patient I was seeing today and I and I said to her I go you you probably really loved an American Tale I don't know why that came out and she goes I loved an American Tale and we started busting out in the, the song the um, I don't even remember what the song's called now but yeah reminiscing. Such a the under the stars or what? Yeah. They're singing. I know. Yep. Somewhere out there. <laughs> and then we were laughing because there's the R&B version with I think it was Aaron Neville. Oh no. <laughs> Somewhere out there. Okay, I'm gonna stop. <laughs> anyway, that's part of the show. Yeah, for sure. They have to wait till an hour and three minutes into it. Um, Liz, your book I'm obsessed with. Do you have any uh, other little things you'd love to throw at us or any little parting words before we we let you hop off to hang with your man? <laughs> oh, my goodness. I need some kind of Casey Kasem, like closing words or something like that. <laughs> I don't have anything. Um, head over yeah. to my personal blog is cavegirleats.com. Um, we have a lot of fun stuff going on over there. And if you want to just kind of stick to the strictly skincare stuff, um, we've got a Facebook page for the Skin Intervention Guide. There are a couple of imposters. Unfortunately, people try to kind of siphon um, traffic away when something, hmm. you know, has some promise. So please make sure you look for the Skin Intervention Guide 
Um, hmm. Haters going hate. Haters going hate. Yeah. It's, uh, so come on over there. There's some page that has uh, bought, I think, some fans, and uh, they have like 10,000 fans. I don't have that many what? fans over at the Skintervention Guide. We're at about 2,000, so it's <laughs> facebook.com slash Guide. So that's where we are if you have questions or if you want to, you know, talk about something, ask, ask a question, pitch a product, please do. Just join the conversation. This is something I'm really passionate about. I love talking to people about it. So, Cool. Yeah. Love it. Liz, thank you so much for being my guest tonight. I uh, love you. your book. Enjoy Kansas City and watching sports with your dad. And uh, I'm sure we'll talk very, very soon. <laughs> Definitely. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right. Talk to you later. Talk to you. All right, guys. That's the show. Thanks for tuning in and laughing with us and learning some some new things and um, definitely check out Liz's book it's really really great check out next week's show going to be interviewing Stephen and Jordan from scdlifestyle.com we're going to be talking about the gut and my favorite topic poop and how you can have a rock star poop using natural treatments so tune into that have a really great rest of your week and I will talk to you guys soon thanks bye Want entertainment designed just for you? Then check out customizable streaming TV from Xfinity. It makes your life simple, easy, awesome. Xfinity gives you customizable streaming TV options. Enjoy the most free shows anywhere on any device and even access your streaming apps right on your TV with X1. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today to learn more. Restrictions apply. Holiday your heart out at Old Navy. Today only, all hats, gloves, and scarves are 50% off. Plus, get 40% off your entire purchase today at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Hats, gloves, and scarves valid 1120. 40% valid 1115 to 1120. Exclusions apply. See store for details.